Rep. Friends, Temper Menowat, the world's first, best only, and definitely last Menowat Scalmachy podcast. Hi, my name's Mitch, and I die when I hit stop record. Join me as always, Colin. Bazinga. Got him. <laughs> Hi, my name is Colin. I use they and them pronouns. Uh, and I can't believe we're the last episode of this, of this podcast. Uh, I forgot to say, yeah, I use he, him program, uh, programs, yeah. Pronouns, programs, we're robots now. Yeah, yeah, you use he, him Ooh. programs. Uh, you've never used uh, a fem, like you've never played Barbie Horse Adventures before. Um, Look, I only use Audacity. I've never once used um, Reaper, which uh, everyone knows Reaper's a girl program. <laughs> you're you're lucky that Web 2.0 is taking over so that, you know, it doesn't matter if technically Tumblr is a feminine website because it's running through your masculine browser of Internet Explorer, you're fine. <laughs> Uh, Tumblr's a femboy website. <laughs> oh man, Tum- you know, not to immediately get on a, on an aside, but uh, Tum- Tumblr, Tumblr, pretty good still. Uh, I saw you're still using it. Yeah, I mean, I I never stopped using it. Um, and enough people have started using it again that it's like really, uh, it's doing pretty good. Um, it's 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 a nice time. I've got a core little group of friends. Uh, we like nice. each other's posts. Nobody's posting original content. We're just reblogging stuff. Uh, it's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> I uh, I do still have a Tumblr, and I think I only follow two Tumblrs, three. One of whom <laughs> is my friend who only reblogs um, a Tumblr that posts a picture of Dave Coulier in a sweater every day. Yeah. And then I follow the Dave Coulier in a sweater every day sweater Tumblr. <laughs> so you okay? So you follow both? Of them. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't I? Get that milk straight from the tap. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Uh, yeah. Hi, yeah, everybody. This is the last episode hi. of MetaWatch. Um, uh, as, as you uh, might know, if you've listened to the show, uh, we have now covered all of MetaBots and MetaBots Tamashi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it has been, I mean, it's been a journey. Yeah. I, I, I mentioned it before. Like, I, I, again, like, I know we say this a lot. This podcast started as a game of chicken because i was making fun of colin for having seven podcasts and you've done three or four since then right uh no mm-hmm. uh well uh well it's i was i didn't have seven podcasts then i had like i i i was in a lot of role-playing games uh and you well no because this is we started this in the pandemic didn't we um yeah yeah i think i had i had finished up um uh, well, well, no, I was in the process of doing Welcome Robot, and I actually hadn't podcasted in a while uh, before that. Because um, uh, I did Creature Culture back in the day, I helped out with some other stuff. Small um, Walk came before MetaWatch? Uh, Only True Friends no, of the I Colin, st- no. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I guess it did. Yeah, it did. Um, but that was, that was pretty short-lived. Um, oh, man. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to... Yeah, I think... I think it was just like we were, you know, I, I was remembering how much I really liked podcasting again uh, because of Wow Cool Robot. And uh, I we had joked before about doing a Metabots rewatch podcast or something. And you kind of just you did the joke at me again on Twitter. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And, you know, dared each other into doing this thing. And now here we are. Uh, yeah, I had just bought a mic uh, for RPG purposes. Because I'm like, hey, it's a pandemic. I'll play at home. You know, I'll, I'll only use the microphone twice before the whole thing's over. But, you know. Yeah. Oh, I was, uh, like, you I saying you bought a mic is also like, I, you know, I bought a new mic over the course of the show. And that was because I had that short-lived podcast I was doing for work. Which is yeah. like, yeah, you're not wrong. I did do like three or four shows after <laughs> I know. this show. Because, you know, there was there uh, Small Walk was concurrent. Then Small Walk went over to Sarah. Uh, I went back and I did, um, uh, shit, um, uh, the Char's Counterattack episode of Well Cool Robot. Uh, I started doing the Patreon-only episode uh, for a mm-hmm. uh, friend, friend of the show, Roy and Fallon's Modazushi podcast. Uh, their Patreon-only stuff uh, is me and Roy and sometimes Fallon covering um, Heaven Official's Blessing. You should get, like, hey, uh, you know, I don't normally, we don't plug things on this show um Modo is very very good uh it's a yeah we are now it's um 
you know, uh, uh, Chinese uh, gay fantasy novels. Uh, Modazushi specifically is like a weird political, uh, uh, like noir thing on top of that. Uh, Bless Up is just horny and gay. Um, or I, Heaven Official's Blessing is just horny and gay. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, it's a good time. You should go check out uh, ne- uh, Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses. It's a good show. Um, uh, also, my knowledge yeah. <laughs> of that series is it's What If Gundam Was Good? It's What If Gundam was, uh, instead of having robots in it, it had uh, ancient Chinese Ghostbusters, basically. Uh, And yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, we're Uh, saying the same words here. Yeah. I do love swords. Um, And uh, yeah, fucking, I I did that that guest spot on... um, Mobile Suit Breakdown, and yeah, that's some podcast right there. Yeah, Mitch, I, where, where's why? Why didn't you do more podcasts? Uh, well, my 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 good friend Colin was too busy doing other podcasts, and would only do one podcast at a time with me. Apparently, Mitch, you have two hands. You could have been doing another podcast with Sam. <laughs> I I use one hand to hold the mic as I podcast, and the other hand's holding Jesus's. <laughs> so podcast with Jesus, then <laughs> my co-editor uh, is yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we made the show uh, through an ongoing pandemic. Uh, Year I one changed jobs. of the pandemic. Yeah. yeah, like fucking I changed jobs before, uh, like right right before we started making this. You've changed jobs one or two times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got COVID <sighs> at some point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. COVID pneumonia. I, uh, sore throats. Anything that prevented me from talking on a microphone, I would get, you yeah. know? Um, I swallowed a crown. That was a fun time. Um, the poop tooth saga. Yeah, the, yeah, the poop tooth saga. Uh, we did cut out most of the poop tooth saga. Uh, now people know. Now people know I swallowed a crown before recording one time. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, that does remind me. Speaking of uh, podcasts past, I had to stop up Ooh. and pick my hint of Doctor Flavor today. You had to. You had to get uh, your hint of Doctor Flavor. Um, I feel bad. I still haven't. I haven't gone to a Kroger, so I haven't gotten the the Doctor Seltzer. Um, Kroger's well, just so far out of the way for me. Yeah, it's the gas station I st- stop at the most because you get to use your Kroger points to get discounts, and it's right by my house. Kroger is not paying us to make this podcast. Uh, we cannot. This is not an advertisement uh, hey, for Kroger. Cut that out. Kroger's anti-union. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, cut uh, all that out. I was about to say Kroger has a union, but it's yeah. like it's a, a, a you're all, if you're unionized in a Kroger union, it's just Kroger workers, and it's yeah. Yeah, bullshit. Um, if you work at Kroger, you should become a wobbly. Join the join the the IWW. Uh, uh, fun Metabot news before we start getting into some of the stuff we have planned today. Um, I I've been uh, regaling everybody about uh, my late night purchases. In our Discord, our private Discord here, <laughs> um, I wanted to try my hand at Gunpla. There's yeah. a Meta B Gunpla, match made in heaven. I wanted it, you know, to s- I wanted to own something physical about Metabots. Yeah. It, that's how I really know, you know, I'm into a thing. I have a physical thing I can put all my memories into. Um, so I did that. I, I bought this Meta B. And then I get an email saying, hey, your pre-order came in. We're sending it to your house. And I'm like, that's not the company I ordered it from. <laughs> And then I looked, I had ordered it twice within three days of each other. Both of them yeah, at like two different shops, two uh, in the morning. <laughs> so now I have two beautiful baby boys heading my way at the same time. On, you, I got the emails today, the day we are recording the final episode. That That is destiny. I really wish that by some happenstance, when I went into my local model shop uh, and saw a Tyrell beetle there, that it was instead that same Meta Bee, so that I could have bought it and then mailed it to you, and you would have three of them. God. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with these two. Well, you, you know, you're going to make one of them, I presume. Uh, <laughs> you Maybe I'll paint the other one black. Give a oh little eye yeah, patch. that that would actually be a fun little like DIY project to turn it into a black beetle. And now that I won't have a podcast to do for a little bit, you know, I I might as well. Uh, Mitch, I need to sleep. I need to sleep for six months. Uh. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we do have another podcast plan. I don't think we're talking about it yet. Yeah. But um, uh, this... we're reserving the right to do a different podcast if if we so feel once we're ready to podcast again. <laughs> 
as soon as Colin wakes up from hibernation. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. But we did, Mitch, we did make a very good podcast about all of Metabots and Metabots Dimashi. And I think that we should talk about Metabots and Metabots Dimashi. <laughs> well, we also made a very good podcast about how Stella got her groove back for a little bit. We did. Uh, we made a very good podcast about uh, Flint Time Detective. Uh, <laughs> the only podcast out there about Flint the Time Detective. Are we sure about that? I don't know if I ever looked. Uh, there are a couple people who mention it. I listened to one other podcast and they talked about it for about 10 minutes and then went on talking about something else. Which, yeah, like, what are they, know, a Metabot podcast? Or something probably didn't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Um, I do want to get into the games, but I also can't read Japanese, so that is an issue. Yeah. And, like, uh, I, if there was a more accessible way to get access to, like, the GameCube games, like, if we could get if we could get that Metabots, like, pack that you can get on the Japanese marketplace for the Switch, uh, you know, a, a Metabots, like, brawler uh, is not going to require a lot of Japanese knowledge to play. It'll probably be fun. But, uh, yeah, it sounds like all the RPGs are fucking garbage anyway, so I'm not really worried about missing out on those. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I really do like the Metabot uh, Metarot S uh, mobile game app for a mobile game yeah. app. That's a gotcha. I mean, it it hasn't asked me for money yet. It's pretty good. I mean, well, I mean, I'm over a hundred days deep into World Flipper and still have felt no reason to spend money on that game. There's like a like a couple of characters that I've wanted. I haven't been able to get, but like I don't know. I'm do, I'm doing fine without them, honestly. Uh, just keep flipping them worlds. You'll get them one day. Yeah. So, you, you know, good to hear that the, uh, you know, the Metabot uh, got you game. Not as uh, predatory as it could be. Uh. If you want a predatory Metabots mobile game, boy, do I have news for you. Oh, is it is it NFT compatible? <laughs> yeah, that's still a thing. Yeah. Um, people keep yeah. calling them out on it, which is great. I, I love the Metabots community is pretty much firmly anti-NFT from what I've seen. Everyone just dunks yeah, on this, you know. but like, it's not gone away yet. So I guess keep dunking. <laughs> yeah, I um, have to keep actively dumping. Um, bitch, we got to talk about this fucking show. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So, like, like I said, you know this this basically started off as a game of chicken, but um, I I sat down that first episode thinking this was just going to be a what if Sonic X was also a robot. You know, that's that's my kind of expectation. Not a a very good show and. Boy, was I wrong. I was very wrong. Like, when, like, the the most that I had is I vaguely remembered watching some episodes of this show um, from way back in the day. And I remember, like, I remember liking it. Uh, I would definitely, like, uh, I would put it in the tier of things like Digimon Adventure or, you know, um, even, even like, you know, early Pokemon where it's like, yeah, it's a kid's show, but it is, uh, I'm having a good time watching it, which is distinctly different than, like, I don't know, early Beyblades or yeah. uh, Yu-Gi-Oh or whatever that is just kind of like, this is this is kind of stupid. Uh, <laughs> I, I do think Yu-Gi-Oh uh, works a lot better once you know what camp is and you've seen drag queens. Uh, I think that's really essential to enjoying Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, but yeah, it was like... Uh, I didn't, I had not seen enough animation. Like, uh, I had seen a lot of animation, but it was so varied. Uh, you know, like, you know, early early 2000s, you know, you'd be exposed to what? Uh, you know, big Disney and Pixar stuff. Um, and uh, just a, a slew of cartoons that were being animated at the time mixed in with reruns of cartoons from, like, the fucking 80s. Uh, like, you know, you could see Rugrats and Thundercats back to back basically flipping channels and have you're and you're a six year old child and you have no idea that they uh are not being made one year apart or whatever. Uh so really like it's tough to have like the language to see how well animated it like Metabots is, especially compared to its contemporaries. Um that just like it's you know when we I, I was ready for this to be a good show I was not ready for how beautiful and like well animated especially like early on the show is <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um when I when I said hey I was expecting like Sonic X I was not I was expecting some light riffing on the show obviously but like yeah 
I like bad TV. Like, even if this was bad, <laughs> I would have had a great time. Not not just because, you know, I'm doing a podcast with a friend, but, like, it is just fun to watch things that people wanted to make. Like, I, I enjoy yeah. it. As long as somebody on that crew cared about what they did, I'm going to have a good time, no matter how bad it is. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I think the history of the TV shows I like talking about on this, this show has proven that. But um, I was blown away by, like, how thoughtful and caring this show was. Especially since, again, like, Metabots, the animated series is a media tie-in. Yeah. So, it's, like, like, definitely... And and very much kind of late to the party, like, you know, whatever firm was behind Metabots is like, well, if we're going to do this, it's got to have, it's got to have an anime. And so we're going to, you know, we, oh, let's get Production IG. They make good stuff. Oh, Production IG is expensive. Let's get Production IG's training studio. Like very much you can see how this was, this could have been doomed to the start to just be a throwaway anime, but yeah. like very clearly the people making this really cared about it and were really passionate about it. And I think that that comes through in addition because, you know, you made the decision to watch the, the, the uh, Japanese language track and the, mm-hmm. the Japanese cut of the show as well. And it's like, yeah, like I would make fun of it for not explaining things or, uh, you know, just kind of being weird and silent and empty at times. Uh, but even that's like, you know, very, you can tell the, the love that was going into making the show once we got to Namashi and we had 20 episodes where very clearly people weren't enjoying making it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, not to toot my own horn, but I think it was probably my favorite decision to make in the show it was like, you know what? Last minute, I'm just going to start watching the subs too. I think, like, I think it was, uh, yeah, I think it was really essential to us figuring out our voice for the show. Um, I feel like if you if we didn't have that, uh, we probably would have leaned into the whole libertarian hellscape joke kind of thing, and I think we would have been we wouldn't have taken the show as seriously, and we would not. We I think by the end of like the first season or two of of Metabots, we would have been really surprised, but I don't think we would have been ready for it uh, in the way that kind of like you know seeing that yeah no this is still a really good show in japanese without the jokes in it uh and i think that helped a lot (laughs) yeah um yeah like the being able to compare the the japanese and the english like not just um the stories they were telling but like the whys of the stories they were telling like the the air around what they were saying like that was cool like being able to do that like live on air with you like that's very fun yeah it's uh, it's a thing that I think um, separates a good rewatch podcast from a bad rewatch podcast is you can't simply say what happens in the show. Uh, you need to do something transformative with that. And, you know, sometimes that is uh, like really, really like, um, you know, good, solid critique. Sometimes it's doing research into different things that get brought up in the show that aren't immediately like you know, apparent to people who don't live in that country or, or were not adults during that time period. Um, and sometimes it's like taking two different versions of the show and having this like very, very organic, real, like emotional reaction to the difference between them, which is like, I don't know, I've never heard anybody do what we did with this show. I don't think anybody ever has. Uh, I know um, uh, 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 Pot of Greed, the our, uh, you know, friend of the show, uh, and also uh, uh, fucking uh, guests of the show, Sarah and Max have a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast, mm-hmm. and they do have a mix of people uh, listen, like both watching the dub and then and watching the sub, like solely, and then and then covering the same episodes. But I don't think it they ever really, uh, aside from a couple of instances, it, it it's not like the cornerstone of the of their podcast is examining the differences in the same way that ours, ours was for you know as long as you had access uh to to the sub for the show i guess that just means our show is better than pot of greed um their patreon would beg to differ but also we just don't have one uh, well, yeah well, because we're watching a libertarian hellscape thing we don't need to indulge in it you know Apparently, the pot of green people feel differently. <laughs> and what are they going to do? Come on the show and yell at me? They can't. This is the last episode. Uh, Sarah actively refused to. <laughs> Sarah and Max actively turned down coming back. <laughs> oh, that's because I said Which they're much. both incredibly busy and they have plenty of other shows that they're doing right now. Uh, but 
That's because I kept saying Bazinga. That's fine. You know I get that's it. not true. You know, you know how many times we said Bazinga on Wild Cool Robot. <laughs> oh, uh. Um. A, th- a thing I wanted to bring up, though, is um, because you do have this kind of, like, unique position where, where you are directly experiencing uh, both uh, the the original Japanese and then the, the uh, English language rewrite for it, how do you feel about season one and two being shuffled for episode order? Um <sighs> Yeah, we you and I briefly talked about this the other day um, in chat um, because the the wiki changed the order um, as yeah. we I was gearing up to do the finale stuff. The, the yeah. wiki had changed the order, and that was um, kind of messing me up on some stuff. Um, uh, for the record, they switched from sorting based on English the, yeah. uh, American publishing release to original Japanese publishing release. And they still have the episode numbers for all of them. It's just they're sorted by the Japanese release now, which right. I think is right. the yeah, yeah. decision. Uh, <laughs> which is, uh, it's fine. Um, yeah. Um, gosh, honestly, um, I kind of like how the English did it. That's a little biased because that's how we went through it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but having that break there, between um, the end of the world and the end of the tournament, felt a little better for pacing. Now, if that was a little shorter, sure, but like in the Japanese, like in the original format, like you don't have a, that breath. And I guess yeah. I would have to go back and watch the entire series in Japanese order to feel how that would feel. But I, I, I kind of like, like we had a little breath there, personally. Yeah. I could have done I with maybe good. like five less episodes, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, because f- we figured out what would have been like the technical end of season one if they if they um I, like I, I I was about to say if they didn't shuffle it. And I should say with the actual season one ending for the Japanese version of Metabots. Uh, and it was like it was OK. I think it's like that that Rakusho two parter is what it ends up being or something, um, which isn't awful. Um, like that's that's a fine yeah. ending. Uh, for that season but like you're you're right like the it would have been so weird to have the world basically end and i don't remember like if if i were going to re rewatch the show for this reason i wouldn't even watch like the first like 26 episodes i would probably just start and watch like like japanese season two uh just to be able to get that full arc of of those like 13 episodes where we go through all the rubber robo shit and uh, uh and co and whatever so um japanese and, season yeah. two is episodes 40 through 52 which is let the it's just the tournament arc which um, uh, according to the wikipedia that i'm looking at currently okay well uh i i guess what I, what i would say is i would like to like go through like that last bit that's like mm-hmm. leading up to all of the rubber robo stuff and then go into the tournament arc to see like how it um uh, you know how yeah. it feels to go from one to the other because also like I f- you want to start on Inter Rentaro like I, I get you yeah 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 I, I, yeah I would want to start with Inter Rentaro because I feel like that's like that is the halfway point that's where we start to go into this new shit um, and I feel like maybe because like part of part of the other problem is like putting all of the the rubber robo alien cat alien stuff at the end of season <laughs> one is. It's kind of like you almost forget about it, and then it kind of comes out of nowhere at the end of the uh, uh, the the tournament arc. Where I feel like that would have been a better callback if it's like, oh yeah, that did happen like just like ten episodes ago. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it is a very um, it's going to be like a hard question to to find out like which one is the better one without watching it all through the other order or. Uh, talking at length to someone who's only watched it through that order and then watched it through the English order. We've, uh, we've got to indoctrinate somebody. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, you pick, um, I'll, I'll let you find someone to indoctrinate and then we can find out from there. Oh man. Uh, I can't do that to my wife. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up on the subject of episode orders. Um, do you think that, do you think that Damashi could be improved by shuffling some of those early bad episodes later into the season? I would normally say, yeah. Like, my, my instinct right away is to say yes. I think maybe shuffling some of the stinkers, kind of like burying them, yeah. burying those turds in the sand there. But unfortunately, um, Metabots, unlike a lot of its other peers at the time, is almost so... Like, we get some Slice of Light stuff, which 
beautiful and perfect. But like it is so like plot focused, especially towards like the second half of each season. Yeah. It, it's kind of hard to shuffle there without. I mean, like that's, that, that, I guess that, yeah. Metabots one did it, so like, fuck it. All right, well, well, well yeah. I, I think I think the difference is is that uh, like Metabots one had a lot of just straight up slice of life stuff, whereas mm-hmm. uh, two and this was this was a big complaint or not two Dimashi. This is a big complaint that we had constantly is like it didn't have like you have these kilobot focused episodes, these like cam villain episodes, um, and they don't move the plot forward, but they are te- like they you. You do have to watch them in sequence, which kind of sucks. Uh, yeah, but they don't move the plot forward, like, but they interact with the plot. Yeah, they I feel like. Um, yeah, I feel like you could you could take some of those early Genkai episodes and reinsert them later in the season when like because uh, remember we were having the those issues where it's like okay yeah the show did the work where Genkai is a hero now, and then immediately the next episode, they're back to acting like he's a villain still. And I feel like that might be improved by taking some of those older episodes and just putting them between those just to pad that arc out a little bit. Uh, but I think at that point, we're getting to the point that just, uh, this, the, Dimashi for like the first two thirds is just badly written. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But remember our sense of relief we got when we left, like, the dangerous part of Damashi and we started getting towards the good part again. Now imagine if we started feeling that, then all of a sudden, bam, whiplash. Now Cam's got a water balloon head again. Yeah. Cam's got a water balloon head. Like everything's like animated, really staley. Like, yeah. Uh, Remember that fight between, uh, commando bot or whatever his name, uh, um, not desperado, uh, frontline. Yeah. Frontline and rocks. (laughs) They were just, just slapping those action figures together. Oh man, that's like episode six too. Like that's early on, and just episode awful. three. Oof. May like, I might say that's the worst episode in all of Metabots. Uh, yeah, the plot was bad. The animation was bad. Um, Cam was in it. Like all around, just a stinker of a su- episode. Oh man. Um, some of these robots aren't very good, actually. Now that I'm flipping yeah. through some of these. Oh, we do, the, the, Mitch, don't get ahead of ourselves. We've got to do the ranking later. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm looking through some oh, of these. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, remember that guy? He sucks. All right. Oh, that guy's bad. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Uh, um, but yeah, I feel like I think we're far enough away, away from it to say that uh, Metabot's good. Um and like Dimashi certainly sucked for a long time. I'm not gonna. I'm really not gonna <laughs> yeah. uh, downplay that. It was really awful for a little bit. Uh, there, there, we had talks about uh, stopping the podcast or going to covering like six or even ten episodes at a time. Um, uh, and I'm I'm glad we didn't because it did yeah. get good again. But like basically, only the last like. 10 or 12 episodes of that show are actually really good. Uh, the the middle the middle was fine. It wasn't it was better than the first part, which is what gave us hope, but like yeah. Yeah, imagine let me, let me look up. Uh the good thing about this is uh we did make a podcast about this and I did name several episodes Metabots is good again, I think. Uh yeah, we probably have like six episodes saying Metabots is good again. That's not a um, knock. It's just we just kept getting surprised. You got to check the description notes. Uh, it's I'd, I'd have to check the Twitter, which I don't feel like doing right now because I'm lazy. Um, but yeah, I would say uh, yeah, you're not like, lazy. I think you're they were prioritizing the ongoing media you're currently creating as opposed to yeah. I think there were more bad episodes of Dimashi than good episodes, but the good episodes uh, were very good. Like, um, I didn't, I didn't finish it, but I was listening to our last episode today while yeah, doing some yeah, work yeah. to to help kind of like, you know, uh, get that feeling again for because like I, I'm sure I'm sure you the listener have noticed uh, who who is who have stuck with this this podcast since day one. Uh, our recording and release schedule became very very uh, strange at the end of the show uh and um you know uh we certainly we you know ended up getting to the point where it's like oh well, we need to stage this in a certain way that give us time to think about the ending of the show and bloody bloody blah and so it's it has actually purposefully been a couple of weeks since we recorded uh the final episode so i was and i'm, I'm pretty pretty sure i got that out fairly quickly um mm-hmm. 
But, uh, you know, I went to re- re-listen to it just to, like, get those those final feelings that I felt for the end of the show. And, like, wow, yeah, that ending was a good ending. Like, yeah. the, the ending of Damashi, aliens aside, like, you know, the, the ending for Metabots was utterly unhinged in a very, very entertaining way. Um, but I don't think it really... It, it doesn't really have a point to the show. Like there isn't an emotional undercurrent in the same way that Dimashi was going for. Yeah. Even though it was pretty much pulling that off episode to episode a lot better. But like the ending of Dimashi is really just fucking stellar. Uh, like really absolutely good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I guess if you want to kind of summarize like the stories of the Metabot series, Metabots one, uh, the original Metabots, uh, it's a story about, hey, these funky little robot guys. Let's learn more about What's them. going on with them? Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal Ooh. with Metabots? Uh. What's up with Metabee? And then uh, Damashi is like, all right, hey, we kept saying, hey, it's all about a partnership between your, your robot and your boy. What if we actually made that the focus, though? Yeah, Even that's if, fine. If, like, you know... What if we explore different relationships that, uh, you know, children have with their meta partner? And it, that's what the entire show is about. Uh, yeah. And it really falls on its face for a while. But it does, like, legitimately, like, when I said that uh, yeah. that, that kind of, like, that final, uh, the the uh, battle at the end of the second to last episode between mm-hmm. um, Meta B and Black Beetle is like one of the best shonen fights of all time. Uh, and not yeah. because it's like visually amazing, but because like it nails what every shonen fight wants to be. It, it just, it lands it perfectly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, in the episode, I was like, I kept going on and on about how flabbergasted I was like, <laughs> yeah. Metabots is the shonen anime that made me feel that shonen protagonist way in the heart, you know, like, yeah, I watch a lot of dumb shows about believing in yourself and believing in your friends and how friendship is magic and how a fight is supposed to solve your problems by making better friends with the person you're fighting. Oh, like all that garbage. Metabots is the only anime to make me feel that and go, yeah, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it put a, it filled a hole in me that, every other anime wanted to fill and just couldn't do it right. And that yeah. coming from Damashi, a very shitty anime at times <laughs> yeah. is uh, uh, yeah. Uh, an anime that very clearly went through like a ton of behind the scene changes regarding yeah. staff and like everything direction, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, the, to go from, what we got with that um, frontline and Dorcas fight where here they are like two cardboard figures slapping against each other each. Well, not each saying ideology because frontline can't talk because he doesn't have a personality and rocks doesn't really have a personality, but still repeats things. Um, but th- they're saying their ideology and it doesn't quite make sense because <laughs> it doesn't match up with their actions, which I, I guess some things never change for uh, Zuru, but to get, <laughs> To go from that to Black Beetle having like a dissociative episode to Meta B yeah. and Black Beetle's fight there at the end where she jumps off a truck and goes, finally, I feel free for the first time in my life. And right before she's essentially willingly letting her mind get taken over. Like th- that's the same television program that we watched. Yeah. <laughs> like it's good on Metabots. Yeah. They, like it's I... I wish I had the time to really dig into um, looking at staff pages um, uh, because they're, they're, you know, people, one, people aren't interviewing the people who made this show in the way that people interview people who make shows like Gundam. And two, yeah. people aren't going to translate Japanese magazines interviewing people who made the shows like this uh, for an English audience. So, like, really, there's no way other than oh wow it turns out we get to meet the, like the director of Dimashi at a con one day and we get to ask him this question um if only for us to be able to like find this stuff up but i you know i would love to spend like a month or more just collating names on anime news network to find out who was writing what episodes 
trying to find patterns, you know, that kind of thing. Because I, I think there is definitely probably a story to tell there. Uh, because yeah. it's very, very clear that, like, one, they, you know, uh, there there is a point where they stop struggling with the technology they're using. Uh, this is very clearly early in DigiPaint. Uh, and they they find a way to excel at it by, uh, by the end of the show. And I'm very, very happy for that. But on top of that, uh, the writing, the, like, fundamental, like, animation, the direction of the animation, the direction of the show, the direction of the show, everything, like massively changes over the course of like this 26 episode 52 episode how long is fucking damashi 49 39 something like that uh, uh we go from 53 all the way to 88 well 91 okay. i'm sorry yes so, i mean that's yeah. uh 39 yeah um which like we said weird amount of episodes for a show they probably either got can't like got 12 episodes taken off or 12 episodes tacked on but uh yeah, uh, happy happy to see where it went. Um, there is one thing though. Um, now, Mitch, uh, I did edit um, episodes forty six and forty seven on the same day, so I can't remember which one of these episodes that you said this. Uh, but I believe uh, you know either either in do Meta Mewtwo's have electronic daddy issues or black people black people <laughs> needs therapy. Um, you said the words, if they redeem Cam at the end of this show, I'm going to quit. Um, and they Am did I doing another Cam episode after this one? Show. Am I doing another episode after this? Uh, no, but you should have walked Bazinga. out last episode is what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> Bazinga. No. Um, how do you How do you feel? I, uh, I think they, like, I know we both felt like, you know, like everything they've, like, they, they are trying to speed run this. Like we could see that, but like. So. Uh, I think they stuck the landing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we kept going, uh, stuck the landing. And I went back and I, I rewatched some episodes for this and I listened to our podcast. Um, somebody's got to do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we, we both said, Hey, like we were both like, Hey, if they redeem, like they can't do this and still make a good show. And then we saw cams like arc, like complete and then like, Hey, they nailed that. And I don't think it's cause they redeemed cam. That's true. They it, they explained Cam, and yeah. they show him working towards redemption, and yeah, that cause... doesn't say much to Cam being better. But that says how much like Black Beetle like like wants that. Yeah, and, and like um... how much Meta B and Dorcas and Black Beetle are like no inherently we we want to protect and be good people, even if it's to this kid who does suck. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Black Beetle's like I I want to be his partner. And yeah. I, he's understanding now. I, I think like she, she was full of hope at the end. Um, but like that's that was Black Beetle's decision, and it didn't seem like a sad one. Or it's like, girl, no. It's like, you know, hey, hey, be careful. But also, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, with Cam's dad showing back up, uh, Eddie learning, hey, shit, I'm actually a dad. I need to act like one. And then Black Beetle being in the position she is now, I'm hoping. Cam does over time earn a redemption. Yeah. And like Cam's body language in that last final scene is also very, like very guilty, like very submissive. Um, yeah. Like it, it does, it, you know, it, it does kind of set up that it's like, Oh, he's not just everybody's friend now. And I think the thing that helps that too is like Zuru still kind of a piece of shit at the end of the show. Like Zuru is still like like Zuru is on the good guy team by by the 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 final four episodes, but is still like having to be walked back from killing Black Beetle several times, uh, and yeah. like you know still struggling with that. Uh, and you know he would have killed like, Cam if he thought he could get away with it. Yeah, <laughs> that simply in the in the libertarian hellscape, it's not illegal to kill a metabot at least. Uh, so that you know Zuru's all over it. Um, but even like uh, you know, Genkai, Genkai goes through a tremendous amount of change in the show, and mm -hmm. and absolutely redeems himself, and um, yeah. and they still don't wholly make him out to be like they don't make him into a cartoonish hero at the end to just have that character be around. Uh, no, which I and think, uh, yeah, <laughs> even at the end of the show, like he had his doubts and he expressed them, and he went against like icky the the heart of the show he's like look hey i still think you're wrong here man yeah and like he did things his own way a, a good way i think to illustrate how cam wasn't redeemed necessarily as much as like he's starting that path 
Ikizuru and Genkai weren't in his like his hospital bed room. Yeah, like yeah. He, they weren't visiting him. Nai didn't visit it's, him. Yeah, like it's. Um, I think it's really important that they do not try to. They like at no point is the ending moralized. It does not feel like a Saturday morning cartoon. It really does feel like at the at the end of the show, everything is rooted in the relationships of these characters, and you know, like the it is the the ending is about the fact that. Uh, you know, Icky and Metabi have continued to be friends, and that has inspired other people to also acknowledge and, and put value into their friendships as well. Without, like, suddenly Zuru is now on the good guy team, so Zuru is a perfect guy who is going to say the perfect thing that we need to do. Or, no. oh, they, they got Cam to say, oh, okay, I will try befriending Black Beetle, and now Cam gets to be a happy child playing with everybody at the end, or something like that. Like... Yeah, um, you see it all the time. the The bad guy becomes a good guy, and then he's chastising him. Like, yeah, I learned my lesson, and these are my friends. Like, no, yeah. like even when Genkai's like, "Hey, man," like he would approach somebody like, "Hey, look, I get it, I do," but I spent more time and I thought about it, and he is my friend, and I I do care about him. And you know what? Yeah. Following the rules is actually more fun because it's limiting. <laughs> I yeah. I would always win if I cheated. This way, you know. Like, it's not guaranteed. Like, he sat and he would explain, hey, man, I get it. Being a bad guy is pretty cool. Don't get me wrong. But you know what's even cooler? Following the rules. <laughs> oh, Mitch. It, it's good. I hate like, this. I, I hate this because you've finally made fucking melee players make sense to me. Don't, don't. Don't put that on me. <laughs> I'm a Mewtwo main. <laughs> you can't say melee players make Gen sense. Ginkai walks up and says, yeah, it's more fun to play without items because you really have to play harder. <laughs> okay, we're getting into it. I don't think that's true. I think playing with I don't think it's, items I don't think it's off, true either, yeah. I think playing with items off is for babies and people who don't understand how video games work. Yeah, I... I, I think uh, I think there's an important uh, a thing that separates uh, Smash Brothers. Not to indulge us in this fucking tangent, but I think why not <laughs> the thing that yeah I think the thing it's that our podcast it's over yeah yeah that's true uh, it's we're not making more episodes we can't possibly alienate our audience at this point uh, I think the thing that fundamentally separates um, even as a competitive game what separates uh, Smash Brothers from other fighting games is the incredibly heavy improvisational aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Look, if your opponent getting a bomb and throwing it at you is what causes you to use the match, you're not a better fighter than your opponent. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Do you want to hear about one of the worst parties I've ever been to in my life? Nope. I'm going to tell it to you. It's my <laughs> podcast too, damn it. Because I don't think you understand how bad of a party this is. <laughs> So I went over to this house uh, of a friend of a friend um, of a friend. I, I'm, I was not friends with this guy. Uh, he lived in my friend's closet for a while. That's, that's, that's how the story starts. I wonder, he moved I'm out of the closet. I'm giving you 10 minutes for the story and then we have to start talking about Metabots again. <laughs> he moved out of a closet, moved into a house, was having okay. a party. I show up because like, hey, Mitch, you like playing RPGs. You like playing Dungeons and Dragons, right? I'm like... Yeah, like, oh, pop over. We got a game for you to play. Like, all right, yeah, sure. I come over, and to warm everybody up, we're playing Marvel vs. Capcom 3 one-on-ones. -on that's how the well, that's party awesome. starts. Uh... And then a guy takes a fork to a glass. Ting, ting, ting. All right, everybody, we're ready to start. Turns off a game mid-match. That's how serious this is. And started laying down yeah. the rules to get into the mood for the Vampire the Masquerade party they were doing. Okay. And seeing as I, didn't I don't know, a, I'm not, I'm, I'm still maybe sold. Uh, seeing as I did not have a character, I was yeah. a shade or whatever, which means I'm not allowed to talk or people aren't allowed to acknowledge me for the whole night. Oh yeah, no, that's awful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, and, and there were like six people like that. Why would you invite somebody over to not do anything? <laughs> so I had to sit there and wait as several people, like they all split up to like hatch plans or have sex <laughs> as vampires. <laughs> Um, I, so did, I just got up and left. Marvel vs. Like, oh, Capcom one-on-ones prep people for this experience. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't think I need to explain that to you, man. Like, it's like it's a one-on-one -on -one thing. So now, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, uh, the, as a series, is forever linked in my mind with 
a guy I went to a card game store who always bought too many Yu-Gi-Oh cards, making out with his then girlfriend, both pretend to be vampires. Okay, yeah, you know. <laughs> it, it is one of the worst parties I've ever been to. Yeah, that sounds pretty awful. Uh, I'm very sorry. Uh, that's that's just so weird that they wouldn't just give you uh, there were, like because I I yeah I would there get were you no pizza stabilize the campaign no pizza There's no pizza no snacks no drinks but it says it says in what what did the game master eat then uh, we know all game masters only subsist on a diet of pizza brought to them by players. <laughs> I, I did not see the game master after he went ding ding ding. He, he probably immediately died because there was no pizza there for Pete. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Uh, he saw he saw there was no Pete. Nobody brought pizza, and he was like, "Oh well, I, I'm not doing this," and left. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that that was the story of I went to a party. They started playing Marvel vs. Capcom three one on ones in a group of about twenty people, and that wasn't the worst part of the night. Now, I do want to make clear, I am down with pretending to be a politically themed vampire as long as it's yeah. got its time and its place. And also I didn't have to play Marvel vs. Capcom three for like seven and a half minutes before it got turned off. Yeah. I've been told I can't talk anymore for the rest of the day. Yeah. I'm just, I'm really struggling with the fact that one Marvel vs. Capcom three one-on-ones is a prep to get people in the mood to play vampire, which I guess after I did that, I would want to play any other game in existence. Uh, but two, they wouldn't just hand you a pre-made character. They were going to kill at the end of the session anyways, and then be like, Oh, did you enjoy that? Cool. Here's the rules to make a character come back next time. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just, so Metabots uh, did have a vampire in it. It did. Uh, count, uh shit um i don't know we're his gonna name was the, not count in the, shit in the episode <laughs> yeah i can tell you for a fact uh, it we're was gonna not count shit in in our metabot rankings we'll get to them um well speaking of people not making out i am so glad that they Dracudon. did not have dracudon yes uh i'm so glad that like no romantic pairings like yeah uh factored into the ending of the show I do I, hate the fact that uh, Sam and uh, Arika weren't in the end of the show. That's pretty fucking shitty. Uh, which, I mean, we did say that in that episode. But, like, at least uh, the power of love did not save Icky. Uh, yeah. Um, so, looking through it, um, like, I am okay with Sam and Arika not being in the final two episodes. Because there was a lot to cover in just those two episodes. As long as... yeah. The arc that they had in the show was like completed right before then. Oh wait, Arika didn't have an arc. Oh wait, Sam didn't have an arc in this show. Oh right, they forgot I, two I of the best characters like, in anime. I feel like Sam's last focus. Well, mm, no, uh, no, it would be yeah, rough Sam's on a hat tin cat. Episode, which which was a good episode. Yeah, um, it was a good episode. I don't like that. I don't like that as her last episode for yeah. the season. But I'm okay with it. Uh, okay. And then Arika, Arika to the rest. Fucking dirty though. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I she am. Was... I am on public record for how much I hate that episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, and then she didn't do anything else for the rest of the series, which sucks. But yeah, I guess we have to wait. Is it worse that she's not in the rest of the series, or if she would have kissed Icky? Yeah. Um, like, which one would be worse, Susie? Yeah, Susie also doesn't figure into the end of this fucking show either, which is kind of depressing. Like, yeah, I guess we we do get the one last episode of like all of the uh, the lackeys teaming up together or whatever, but it still doesn't amount to much. No, no, she showed up to try to kidnap Black Beetle, and that that was it. She lost a lot of her agency after uh, after she and Ambiguous Two lost to Command Dog. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, that's basically the last episode that's really important for her to be in. Uh, yeah. Which I'm fine. I think that I think that episode's good. I think yeah. she she chumps out good in that episode. I think it's it's fine. But like I don't know. I would have liked to see her do something a little bit bigger after that. Uh, Minibots was never super great with female characters, but the ones they did like nail. I mean, Chidori, anime's best mom, Char's dream I, woman. I, yeah, <laughs> look, I, look, I, I do, look. The, she's oh a mommy, God. and she loves war criminals. Like, oh, she <laughs> does. <laughs> Chidori was the woman that Char wanted all along. Uh, <laughs> I made the Gundam joke. Me. I did it. Thank you. Uh, um, it's only because I, I've I've been re-watching Seed, uh, uh, because that's what 
uh, Great Gundam Project is is covering right now. And let me tell you, that is a DigiPaint show right there. Uh, <laughs> they're they are figuring it out still in the year of our Lord two thousand and four, whenever the fuck that show came out. Uh, <laughs> Look, I can't do it. Yeah, the other uh, female characters in the show, uh, other than uh, Chidori, uh, Arika, phenomenal character. Uh, it's uh, obviously mostly Metabots one, but like an amazing character, Sam. An amazing character. We've got, um, I mean, we can't forget Miss Caviar. Yeah. It does suck that we, oh man. Or, um, uh, fucking, oh, I, I've already forgot all the rubber robo's names. Gil I feel Girl. so bad about that. Gil Girl. Yeah. Gil, yeah, Gil Girl I, was great. <laughs> she was, she was fine. Um, I, I, if she would have gotten like one episode that focused on her a little more other than the, the Chinese dress episode where they kidnapped Chidori. Yeah, I, I think I think I would be more warmed up to her, but I guess she was the big bad who was seducing Victor at the end of the series. <laughs> so like that is pretty rad, I guess. But um, no, she she was fine. Um, and then of course Nye. We do love Nye. Nye is absolutely fantastic. I, as uh, Susie when we got her was great. Yeah. So I feel like that's. I mean, that's better than Pokemon. It's oh, <laughs> better than Pokemon. We're, we're, also, we're forgetting Karen as well. Oh, uh, Ka- oh, yeah, Karen. God, I did forget yeah, Karen. Yeah, and, and Saint Nurse the Nasty. I uh, did not forget Saint Nurse the Nasty. I can't. Is he? Um, I think that is maybe, like, like Dimashi is rocky and up and down with, like, its plot and stuff. But I think, I think if I would be okay with how rough the writing in the first, like, half or more of that show was... If it weren't for the fact that the um the the cast is just so thin, like they they don't make like Charlie it, the fucking the truth about Charlie episode blew me away. If only because oh we have a new we have a new character that's showing up for one episode and they fucking rule. Uh, yeah, like the truth about Charlie it, is a Metabot series one episode that somehow made its way to Damashi. Yeah, um, and it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me at all if originally it was written as a metabots like season one episode that just got left on the cutting room floor and then they were like oh well i have a script lying around let's like pre-adapt it let's you know uh henry's transition let's just change that all those details over like blah 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 um real quick but, like yeah <laughs> how weird is that episode it's about so charlie worked for a boss who didn't listen to him so he left and started his own company yeah and we didn't tie it back to nice like history that much or like like Zuru's dad's history or like yeah I mean, it, that is basically every single adult character in metabots almost like has yeah. this same thing of like they went to go work a job they didn't like it they left it they started something new and fell in love with it uh like that i mean you know that's that's just some uh some classic uh japanese uh career issues uh writ large that are making into the work that probably they don't even realize but like yeah you know, it's it's very good I, I hate that we didn't pick up on it at the time <laughs> it's just it's very strange that like because if he worked for a manufacturing company it probably would have been he probably would have been working like with aki's team yeah it's weird that they ha- they had an opportunity to tie it in and they didn't, which is fine. Like, yeah, it was still a good episode. I really liked seeing the old like pre metal metabots. Like that was cool. Yeah, Charlie well, I mean, was fun. And that's, I mean that that also speaks to the strength of of series one in that not everything does have to tie in mm-hmm. exactly or, or like cleanly. Like, y- like uh, fucking we have actual yakuza gangsters. In the first two seasons of Metabots. And they exist in a world where also crime is done by rubber robo gangs. Like, they do not have to be the same thing. They could have been, and they specifically did not like link them. Uh if anything, they're 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 at odds, uh, in a in a way that you can kind of like squint at and see. And I feel like that is the like that that is the go-to problem with most of Damashi. Um, does not have enough side characters getting screen time does not have enough one-off plots and one-off characters and everything always ties into the exact same story that is going week to week without actually progressing that story <laughs> yeah yeah i get you oh i we we stopped doing it as much towards the anadamashi because we didn't need to we were enjoying the show yeah but it, it was really nice um i mean it, it was a soul-crushing time but like it was also a nice time uh when we would just sit down and just pick the problems with the writing and yeah. like the 
the artistry of the show. That was that was a good time. Yeah, it definitely like you know um, there were times uh, you know watching uh, original Metabots that we could really any even you know even when they were like problems like the um, yeah. uh, the the Metabot like otaku collector kid um, yeah. being awful. But I feel like like when when that show really did egregious shit, I just wanted to walk away from it. Um, but we you know there were plenty of times where we did get to just talk about how well-made and well-written that show was yeah um which is you know this the same muscle and i'm glad that we flexed it still even when the show was good before it was bad uh <laughs> yeah yeah it, uh, if we would have came to damashi first we just would have stopped i don't think the podcast would have started i think we were recorded the first three episodes and said all right never mind yeah i don't i don't know if i would have been able to do that journey with you if it wasn't for you know, the intense love of Metabots we built up beforehand. And obviously yeah, um, we have to protect the brand. We did. Um, it. I mean, you know, uh, we've already said it once on here. We were very close to ending the show in the middle of Dimachi. Uh It was very, very bad. Um, especially because, uh, you know, a good portion of that show was in some very rough parts of my job. Uh, yeah. Like, it was... It was it was tough. Uh, it was very very difficult to make at times. Um, it's hard to make like, a podcast even, when you don't like the thing you're doing. <laughs> yeah, no, it, yeah, like, and you, there is a, there's only so far you can get on on simply picking apart or make making fun of or parodying something. Um, I mean, like the the mm-hmm. the libertarian hellscape jokes in Metabots really really were the best when we. Even like at like seventy five percent enjoyed what we were seeing on screen, and we just wanted to make a little joke while we were doing it, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was when we really hit rock bottom in Damashi, where it was just like the the joke isn't even worth making. I just really don't want to watch the show anymore, kind of thing. Um, but then Black Beetle showed up, and everything was good again. Uh- <laughs> Black Beetle showed up. We get like a Metabots battle royale that referenced the first series. Yeah. Like, like it, all of a sudden everything's great. And then you got like, we stuck around and you got your new son. I did. We'll, we'll be going into that in a future yeah. question. Uh. <laughs> God. It, Dimashi was rough, but I, they definitely made up for it. And I don't think I've seen like an underdog TV show like that before. Yeah. It's I'm wild. trying to think of like, I'm trying to think of a show that really, like had me like that where like i really thought it was bad in the middle and then it got better at the end and i cannot think of well um supernatural obviously uh supernatural has so many ups and downs (laughs) you can't uh, that's no that's that's not a underdog (laughs) resurgence that's a wave that's a wave form um it's bazinga uh, and wave form yeah oh yeah um i'm thinking like maybe star trek enterprise although i might yeah, I think probably, I don't know, I skipped a lot of stuff at the end of that show. Uh, no, no, I think Star Trek Enterprise, yeah. I think Star Trek Enterprise is the only other show I've ever watched that was like this. Where, like, I really like the first season or two of that show. And then the Zindi arc blows absolute fucking chunks. And then the last the last season of that show, other than the last episode, is, like, pretty good again. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the big issue with Damashi being bad is... No one watched it, so we couldn't find out anywhere if it got good. So we we're starting on That's this true. journey at the beginning of the series, going, "Hey, does it get better?" And everyone's like, "I don't know. I only watched the first three episodes." You Google well, it online, like even... and it's just the oft-maligned season three of Metabots. Over in America, they yeah. called it season three, and it got canceled because no one watched it. You go on to yeah, we... in Metabot websites, <laughs> Metabot Reddit's, Metabot Twitter, and everyone's like, "Oh, I didn't watch Damashi. It sucks." So or, or all we know is it was the, bad. The, yeah, or you have like the one person that did watch watch Dimashi and very lightly fills in the wiki but doesn't put any work into it because they didn't care about it. Uh. Yeah, because guess what? It kind of sucks for the first several episodes, <laughs> but then it gets okay. Yeah. But sometimes okay is not good enough. But then it ends fantastically. And then yeah. you have to rethink how you think about the entire series. Yeah, I, I, and I do really want to underline this part. Uh, I, you know, for the Gundam fans out there, uh, I am a noted uh, Devil's Ada liker, um, which is an equally maligned <laughs> Gundam, like in, like an equally maligned anime. Uh, the difference is, is the first ten or twelve episodes of Gundam 
Devil Zeta fucking rule. Um, and they are tonal whiplash, and I get why you wouldn't like them, but they are very good. And the difference with Dimashi is the first 10 to 12 episodes of Dimashi are fucking atrocious. Uh, <laughs> but you gotta remember, again, they were working on the first couple episodes of Dimashi during the tournament arc. They would have yeah. been making and, it and concurrently. Very, very- yeah, and very likely it had, like, no concurrent staff on that. Like, they were not giving notes on scripts or anything. Like, let's, I mean, uh, just going through the first uh, 12 episodes of Dimashi, Killabot Rising, sucks. Fighting Temptation, sucks. What the World Needs Now, a.k.a. Who is the Mystery Metafighter, sucks. Delivery yeah. Boy, good. <laughs> Skip of the Century, okay. Robbed Zombie, uh, Rob good. Zombies, good. 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 Oh, yeah, okay, good. Uh, it's Lights, tr- camera, he's, battle, sucks. He's got bat toes, man. Yeah. Uh, Dark Alliance 1 and 2 suck. Red Runaway sucks. Arika Garden sucks. Uh, Metabee's out-of-body experience, okay. Red, did Red Runaway suck? I thought that was... I think Red Runaway sucked. I think, I like, they were a bright spot just because, like... Uh, Blossom Ale is just a fucking brick shit house, but like those episodes do fucking suck. Uh, they're not good. They are they are like a seed of like figuring out what is going to be good see, about this. Show. I really liked um, I this is a sub dub difference because I really liked how the sub handled the opening because it it was just a straight up horror. Oh, and then yeah, those two that's guys true. die. Yeah, you get those guys. Oh, I'm okay. I'm just stuck up in the tree. I'll just hang out up here. <laughs> Oh, that was a good joke. Uh, in my end, <laughs> they were murdered by a Satan robot. Who? Yeah. I I don't want to like. It is important to say, and I'm. We're going to talk about metabots and kilobots a little bit later. Um, Bossamail was originally Satan robot that just became yeah Banjo's friend. <laughs> Not even Banjo's friend. Yeah. Ban- Banjo's thing that he puts in his closet later. Yeah, Banjo's video game. Uh. Um. Yeah, like I think I think there's a world in which Banjo's or oh, I think there's a world in which Banjo's in more of the show. Uh, I think there's a world in which uh, Blossom Ale slash uh, Red Run um, is a better setup as Cam's partner from the beginning. I feel like if you introduce this as Cam's metabot that he's still developing early on, I I feel like it would work better um, because right. you you do have to show Cam with. Uh, a powerful kilobot with no personality to help sell uh, Black Beetle having a personality and being a powerful enough metabot for Cam mm-hmm. to like be partnered with her. Um, but at the same time, like there there is the other issue of and like you you can balance that out with Genkai having the revolving door of kilobots that are getting like jobbed every episode. But it's mm-hmm. not like that early on because it's Meta B who's jobbing. Uh, and it really feels like there's a different way you could structure that where it's like, you know, ha- like you take those first 12 episodes and like four of them are Cam taking Blossom, uh, Blossom Ale in, almost winning, um, but like having to pull out because the design isn't quite finished. And then right. four episodes where Genkai has the new Killabot of the Week and, uh, you know, like, you know, wins sometimes, but then starts to lose once, um, once, you know, Meta B gets, gets his upgrade. And then four episodes of just fucking, uh, slice of life shit, because that's what this, the early parts of the show need. It's the things that are not connected to Cam at all. Um, but yeah, it's instead we get this thing where it's like, uh, you know, the first like six or so episodes is like just meta be losing constantly. And then it's yeah. just Genkai losing constantly. And then it's just the fear of blossom ale showing up. And it's just, I don't know. It's, uh, it's not great. Um, it, they really, it really feels like they have this end goal they want to get to, and they don't know how they're going to get there. And they really don't figure it out until they figure out that they need black beetle in the mix to be this partner for cam that kind of creates this hypocrisy of, Black Beetle is a kilobot with emotions. Cam wants her to be as powerful as possible, but doesn't care about that side of her. But she does want to have this relationship with him kind of thing. Um, and just this show takes forever to figure out the fuck it's going to do. But when, when it does figure it out, it's very good. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I. So the thing I like Red Rum. Nerder. Blossom. Yes. I, Whatever. I, I, I think. Whichever yeah. poison you choose. I think Nerder is going to rank very high in our tier list. Uh and I'm not a big fan of Griffin, 
But I understand going through the Metabet knowledge and the Metabots wiki. So Griffin, or Grain, as it is in uh, Japanese. <laughs> um, Griffin McElroy, yeah. Is uh, the final evol- is the final advanced type of the devil type Metabot. It, it is like, it's the Charizard to, um, yeah. to Nerder's Tremillion. And you it's, can tell you that know, from the, the color. It's the new Gundam to the, the RX-78 Grandpa. Yeah, I, know, I understand what you're saying, yeah. yeah. Um, you can tell that from the color. But, like, I wish there was more other visual things there to kind of carry that through. I, I don't know. I think that's the misstep yeah, of Griffin. Yeah, I mean, because, like, um, you know, we have in in regular Metabots, Metabots Vanilla, Metabots Originale, uh, you know, we have this very clear buildup of... Um, Pre nine eleven Metabots, yeah. Pre nine eleven Metabots, uh, we have what like Robo Emperor to um, God Emperor to like Gaijinko or whatever. Um, which you know you you have these very clear steps, these like mm-hmm. three Metabots build it, and I feel like really it just needs you need a third Metabot in there. Um, and I think part of the problem is it's very clear that. Uh, um, you know that 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 Griffin is pulling on Babby Blue, but yeah. we can't reference Babby Blue because then we would have to acknowledge that aliens were in the show. <laughs> yeah, that is something that I would like to get into because I I know we got to do this um this ranking and we probably need to do it soon. Yeah, um, we have questions that are going to bring up aliens, so we can get to that uh, in a bit. But yeah, do you, do, yeah, is, yeah, it, yeah. is it time for the ranking? Is yeah, let's ranking let's time? get to the ranking and then we can just chat about aliens. Yeah. Bazinga. Bazonkers. Mommy Milkies. Uh. This is the opening, everybody. Hello. (laughs) No, that gave me the opening. (laughs) 